All right. Hey, good evening, Grace Point. Pastor Brad here. Anyone else that's out there? Father, I've been praying. I prayed it seven times already today. Number eight, Lord, give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation. We need it. We humbly ask for it, Father. We're your sons, your daughters, your kids, Lord. We just want to bring you glory. We pray for understanding. My heart is for the people that are listening. We get understanding. Again, Lord, it's not so much that they agree with me, is that they're seeing in the scriptures what Jesus is teaching and that they make it applicable to their own life, Lord, that we all do that. We, we, we learn from what you're teaching your disciples here in the Gospels. It wasn't a teaching for just them, Lord. It's a teaching for the church. And I just pray that we grab it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, last week, you know, two weeks ago, Jesus, uh, Peter was commended by Jesus because Flesh and blood did not reveal to him that who Jesus was. And now, a week later, or last week's teaching, we learned that Peter missed it. Jesus had to go to the cross, and Peter was saying, no way. And he got rebuked by Jesus, and Jesus is telling him, this is the way. It's the way of the cross. So we'll pick up right there. Jesus, verse 24 of chapter 16 of Matthew says, Jesus said to his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. And whoever will save his life will lose it, and whoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? Or what shall he give in exchange for his soul? And we'll stop just there and talk about this for a second. Jesus is talking here. If we're going to follow Jesus, it's not going to be an earthly kingdom or an earthly crown. Now, sometimes we get great rewards on this earth for following Jesus. Sometimes that happens. Many, many good things can happen in our life. But Jesus is saying, don't set yourself or your mind on the rewards or the approval of men. Don't savor the things of men, but savor the things of God. And that is going to cost you something, the cost of discipleship. You're going to have to deny yourself and pick up your cross and follow me. Something the Lord is showing me in my own personal life. There's been many times, you know, there's many things I've had to deny myself as a follower of Jesus. If I had a group of people here, I would ask you, what, if, what has it cost you to follow Jesus? What have you denied yourself? Well, sometimes we, I've denied myself of food. Has anybody ever fasted? I've denied myself. I didn't go play tennis. I prayed, you know. Um, I've been, I, I'm qualified to run the Boston Marathon, and I've been praying a lot about whether I should do, because I don't know if I have time to do all that training. So I'm, you know, I'm denying myself the Boston Marathon because I, you know, I don't have time to do the training. I need to be in the Word. I need to be praying. There's other things. I would love to do it. Sometimes the Lord, you know, puts things where we deny ourselves because we're following Him. But it even goes beyond that. He talks about saving your life or losing it. When you're born again, we become a new creation. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Go there and read it. He says, if any man 
is in Christ, that means you're saved, you're born again, you're baptized into Christ, says you are a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new and all things are of God. Satan would love nothing more than for you to live your life, your new creation, born again life, just like a natural man. Paul says living like a mere man. That's what Paul says. He says you're living like mere men. Are you not carnal? You're, you're arguing, you're, you're envious, you're jealous, you're fighting, you're in strife. Aren't, aren't you carnal? Aren't you living like mere men? We're new creations and we have a new life in us and that new life wants to express itself. The spirit of Christ that's in us. But do you know, if we don't deny the old person we used to be, if we don't renew our minds by the word of God and find out we're not who we used to be. Paul said, all things are made new and all things are of God. When we begin to follow Jesus, he begins to change our desires. There's a new life inside of us. You know, it's just like I remember, you know, before, you know, I'd go into someone's library and I'd see their books and I'd just go up and pull a book down and pull it out and read it look at it. I could read whatever I wanted to read. But now that the Holy Spirit's in me, number one, if I went to pull out a book on your library, he'd probably say, you better ask them permission before you touch their book, number one, because something inside of me is telling me, hey, that's rude, right? I, I got something inside of me that's trying to redirect or transform the old person I used to be. And number two, he says, hey, that's not good for you. You need to be careful what you put in your ears and in your eyes that book ain't good for you. There's been many times when I've gone to read a book and the Holy Spirit said, hey, don't, don't read that or, or watch a television show. There can be many things in our life where the Holy Spirit inside of us, and if we ignore him, we're going to stunt our growth at, at the very least, and we could be in peril at, you know, at, the, at a more costly level. But there are many things that the Holy Spirit is going to do to bring that old life, that the person that you used to be, the old you, he is transforming your thinking and your life to put that person to death in your experience. You're, you're already born again. You're already a new creation. You're already this new person. And Jesus wants you to walk in the Spirit and follow after that new life. And sometimes he said, flip over there. Let's, let's go over there in uh, Galatians chapter 5. This kind of brings the point home. Sometimes we have to deny ourself. When someone says something about you or to you that you don't like and you just want to shoot your mouth off, that's that old corrupt carnal person you used to be. And the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, that new person you used to be is saying, oh, don't do that. We don't do that. We don't do, we're a new person. We forgive. We walk in love. That's not who we are anymore. Let's deny that person. Let's not try to save your life. Let's, let's let that life be gone. Many men have affairs with women, or maybe they're caught up in pornography because they haven't let go of their old desires. That old lustful, ugly person they used to be, that selfish, self-centered person that you used to be. You're just feeding it. Holy Spirit said, no, let's, let's, let's let that person die. That person's not worthy to live. Let's just let that person die. 
Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 says, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you will not fulfill the desires of your flesh. For the flesh wars against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. These are contrary, the one to the other, so you can't do the things that you would or the things that you might do. You need to deny yourself. And it, it, and it even goes beyond just denying yourself in the sense of, you know, not doing certain behaviors. Sometimes the Lord will call you to action to do something that maybe your natural self won't want to do. And you have to deny fear or you have to deny unbelief. You have to deny that old person that you used to be to walk in this new life. And if you are honest and humble before God and keep your heart open and poured out before God, He will empower you to live the crucified life where that cross of Jesus Christ is laid right on top of your old life and by the Spirit you are putting to death the misdeeds of the body. Flip over to Romans chapter 8. Come on now. Brian, this is good. Where am I at on time, Brian? I'm going to finish here and come back to it. One more lesson and we'll finish up there. Look at this right here. In Romans chapter 8, he says, I could read further back, but he says, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If the spirit of God dwells in you, verse 9, chapter 8. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal body by his spirit that dwells in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh, to live after the flesh, for if you live after the flesh, you will die. Verse 13, but if you through the Spirit put to death or mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. If you by the Spirit, Jesus isn't saying that you have to put to death the works of the flesh on your own. He's saying with the Spirit's help, if you can mortify the deeds of your body, the Spirit will help you. If you have an honest and true heart, and you want the help, you can deny yourself. That's the old man that you used to be and live a new life. Paul said in Romans 6, 6, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with Christ. Amen? That guy is dead and we can put him to death when he tries to work out in our life by the power of the Spirit. If any man would follow after me, let him deny himself. Amen. We'll pick up right there next week and we'll probably finish chapter 16. Kaboom.